Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, I'm glad you're all here, given the fact that at least two-thirds of us are sick. <laughs> or have been recently. Or getting sick, or recovering, or everything. Everything's wrong. Yeah. Everything is wrong. And when I say two-thirds, I mean all three because now, John, you're stuck in a room with all of us in our gyms. So. That's okay. Were you not sick? No, I just can't sleep. Oh, I just okay. have stress so yes i have mental sickness mental sick there it is see everything. oh you, you i mean you got your polio blanket so i wasn't sure what was going on <laughs> dude i always have my polio blanket <laughs> i fdr this podcast yeah yeah people can't see this but john is currently just wrapped in a blanket yeah, but just around the legs <laughs> yeah yeah you know like FDR. i do this at work too they call me like the old man because like i just my legs are always cold nothing else just my legs time to remove them get robot legs like star fox <laughs> They're not robot legs. They're they robot. are robot legs. They're not robot legs. I told you guys this off the podcast. Very clearly robot legs. Weeks ago, I told you guys this off the podcast. They're not robot legs. You and your weird internet conspiracy theories are wrong. Absolutely. I'm going to be the best pilot legs. when they chop off my legs, though. I get that there is like one or two like pictures that make it look it's just like that. It's the cover of the game. They're boots. They're metallic looking He's boots. He's got bolts in them in his ankle. So? They're for design. Listen, I, if you out there believe in the sick conspiracy theory that the characters from Star Fox had their legs amputated to be better pilots, you're wrong. And you're, you're a silly person. Just like these two. <laughs> they're wrong, and they're very, very silly. They're not... They even said the guy, like the creator, even at least like they're not robot legs. I don't know why you guys yeah, think what, that. What does he know? Oh, I don't know. Everything? <laughs> they didn't have legs to begin with. It was just on the box art. So the game designer didn't have any choice in that. Yeah, I mean, do you think that they wanted to design the first Mega Man box art with him looking like a fat guy? <laughs> yeah. So you're saying Mega Man is a fat guy then? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I played to... the Tekken game. Yeah, it has to follow the. Uh, <laughs> no, I think box it was Street art. Fighter, wasn't it? Uh. It was. Was it? No, it was Street Fighter X Tekken. Yeah, it's Street yeah, Fighter. Yeah, yeah, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then they never made the Tekken X Street Fighter game. Oh, um, it's X. Hmm. <laughs> No, it's cross. It is cross. No, yeah, obviously it's yeah. cross. Um, cool. Well, well, when we're when we're, <laughs> I don't know how to transition. I know out. that one was a weird one. I don't know how to transition out of that. But uh, since we're all bedridden this week, what'd you play, Joe? Uh, I, I I didn't play anything this week. Anything new, at least. Mm. I'm still playing some Call of Duty and stuff. Um, Hammering but, away in the uh, DS piano game. Uh, yeah. Did I you play every virtuoso. song in that game? Yeah. That game uh, was no. fun. We played it after the last week's episode. If you didn't hear, Joe uh, debuted a brand new peripheral that none of us had ever heard of before. Uh, and afterwards, we played it, and it was quite fun. Yeah, the easy piano, one octave keyboard attachment for the DS. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's just a rhythm game, and it, it, the little chip the music, piano songs. The music selection is bizarre, but like enjoyable. Yeah, I quite liked it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we did play that. Uh, yes. As for something that we played. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've just been playing Call of Duty because it's for, like, the last... The, the season ends this week, so mm -hmm. uh, they just did, like, double experience everything. Like, weapon, character, uh, the rankings, uh, whatever the fuck thing that they do. The seasonal ranking system that they do. Uh, so I've just been playing that, just, like, grinding up the, the gun attachments and stuff. Leveling all the, the weapons up, because I already maxed out my character and all that shit. Did you complete all of the objectives in the season? Uh, did there you do are, what you wanted to do? There are four objectives in the season that I did not do. 
Um, one of them is to call in the Juggernaut, which is to like the maxed out um, kill streak. Mm-hmm. It's like a fifteen kill kill streak. I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking get that. Isn't it twenty five? Uh, it's only fifteen in this one. Uh, it's twenty five in like older ones to call in the nuke. Yeah. Um, but this one it's a uh, fifteen to call in the Juggernaut. No, oh, right. Um, and that's like I I mean I might get it, but I got two days to do it. So. Mm-hmm. What's uh, your they, highest kill streak so far? Uh, I think like thirteen. So I got really close at one point. And I was like, I was like, don't fucking die, don't fuck die, god damn it. Yeah. Um, one of them is uh to get like seven long shot kills while near dead. So that's just really kind of luck, like to almost be dying and then to get like a, a long distance kill. Yeah. Just, I, I got like five of the seven, so I'm just like kind of going like I don't know, I can't like can't land this, for it. Yeah, you know. Exactly. So it just kind of has to be luck. Uh, and then two other ones are to play Cyber Attack and uh, to win like five games of Cyber Attack and the other one's to win five games of Search and Destroy, which I fucking hate those modes. So I'm just like, look, if I'm not going to get like the other two, I don't really care if I don't get these two. Uh, getting 96 out of the 100 challenges done is fine by me. Yeah. Um, so I, I just pretty much didn't play that. Um, but I did buy a bunch of stuff this week. Of course, mm. that you're never going to play. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so this week, uh, Analog finally put the um, cartridge adapters oh, okay. for the Sega uh, Mega SG that they made up yeah, yeah. for uh, order. Uh, so I ordered those. Um, and, and what are those again? Just uh, the Sega My Card, which was a the Sega Master, not the Master System, no Master System. Uh, which was like the Sega before the Sega Genesis, uh, yeah. actually used two different kinds of cartridges. It used like a regular cartridge, and it used these things that were like cards that you like inserted into a slot in the front. Yeah. So one of the adapters is to use that those cards. Uh, the other one is for the um, Sega 1000, which was the system before the Master System. <clears throat> so it was like the equivalent to the Atari, but made by Sega. Huh. Like it had like a, a, a connected wire controller that like only had like a joystick on it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that was the other one. And then the other one, the third one was the Game Gear, which was the one that I was really looking forward to playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you own any of these cards or any of the 1000 games? I don't own any of the 1000 games. I have some my card games because I do have a Sega Master System. Okay. Um, but I don't have the Sega 1000. Um, but uh, the one I was excited about is the okay. Game Gear ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ordered that, and then I was like, all right, well, now that like I can now play my Game Gear games, you know on the TV and not have to, like, find six AAA batteries, you know. Double A, I thought. <clears throat> uh, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, double A. And play them for ten minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, while, like, like, squinting at the tiny little screen that's yeah, all yeah. blurry. Uh, but I, now I was like, all right, time to start buying up more Game Gear games in preparation for this coming out. Natural. So I went to, to eBay, and I was like, all right, let's see what uh, Game Gear games there are that I want to pick up. Uh, so I ordered a bunch of Game Gear games. Uh, now I kind of just want to pull up a list of Game Gear games on like uh, Wikipedia and just was going through going like alright that one should be good you know should be good should be good should be good yeah Uh, I just didn't want to spend like a ton of money on anything Uh, so I ended up ordering uh, Spider-Man X-Men Arcade Revenge love that game Uh, just Spider-Man yeah Uh, which is one that confused me because the the game and like ever all the packaging just says Spider Man, but the game is listed as Spider Man versus the Kingpin. Huh. But uh, like it just says Spider Man on everything. Uh, so I ordered that. Uh, I ordered uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, I already had Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, so mm-hmm. I ordered just the 
I guess, TV show one. Yeah, that, I'm missing the Game Boy version of that one mm. now that I have the movie. Uh, I have uh, X-Men Games Master's Legacy, which I don't know that one. Uh, Apparently it was uh, the like sequel to the other X-Men game. Okay. Um, uh, Spider-Man uh, Return of the Sinister Six. Yeah. Uh, WWF WrestleMania Steel Cage Challenge. Ooh. And WWF Raw. Uh, so I ordered all those games uh, for the Game Gear because I was like, all right, these are all ones that I'll definitely want to like play around with and give yeah. them a try. And they're all ones that you definitely own another copy of on another system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, especially, I remember really liking the X-Men ones because uh, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I had at least X-Men mm-hmm. um, on, on the system. Uh, and then the like Spider-Man X-Men crossover one, the Arcade Revenge, that one was always just a fucking great game on yeah. any of the systems that it came out on. Yeah, I, that, I had that on Game Boy as a kid. Mm-hmm. And still do. Um, yeah. But I, I played that game a bunch. Uh, but then I also uh, went to um, some of the retro stores around to like look through their uh, Game Gear selection. Oh, so I got a bunch the bag. of... <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> bag's coming out. Oh, here comes the clasps. They're opening. Alright, so let's see. Uh, these ones were more just, I was like, just kind of buying everything that I could find that was cheap. Mm-hmm. Not really giving a shit about what they were. I gotta name the segment where Joe takes things out of the bag. <laughs> Joe's visual- What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Yeah, Joe's visual corner. We'll, we'll, work, we'll workshop a name for what this segment's gonna be called, where Joe takes visual <laughs> items out of his bag on an audio podcast. Yeah, uh, so I picked up... Uh, Listen and tell. He can't even. Joe's listen and tell. It's yeah, exactly. uh, Poker Face Paul's Solitaire. Okay. Why? Wait, why do you need a Poker Face to play Solitaire? I, I have understand. no idea. Can I, I s- found that funny myself. Can I see this? So you don't confuse yourself <clears throat> into losing? Yeah. Oh, I love. I how- mean, it, it, it's Poker Face Paul. He's a fan of poker, but like, I mean, when he's got no one to play poker with, he plays Solitaire. Uh, sternly faced. <laughs> sorry. So this game, it has Poker Face Paul, I assume, on the cover, and he's got his little like low uh you know like poker dealer like yeah, card the, dealer the, the vibes, yeah, the vibes. Vibes. uh his receding hairline is insane uh and you can really see the dichotomy of it between the visor <laughs> and the top of his forehead how little hair there is where there's supposed to be somewhere paul is crying right now <laughs> uh and my favorite part about this is the background behind paul is a couple playing slots. <laughs> so, like, so, he's so he's playing at the casino solitaire playing solitaire, I, decked out in a full like dealer's suit. I guess with his, he's got his fun little mustache. <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, why? Why is Poker Face Paul playing solitaire at the casino? Like, they don't have solitaire at the casino unless solitaire is the name of the slot machine that you will be playing in this game. Maybe he went to that casino from National Lampoon's uh, Vegas Vacation. vacation. Guess a number. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Uh, Keeping up with the theme, uh, I got uh, Caesar's Palace for the Game Gear. So uh, I'm assuming this will have more than just solitaire on it. He also looks like a dealer. He doesn't look like a player. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's dressed in a dealer's uniform, as I said. How How do you... Deal solitaire to someone else. He's dealing with himself. Yeah, he deals he's with just, himself. He's That's very involved. Is. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but he's that... just dressing the part. I'm yeah. so confused. Uh, I got uh, Tasmania. Okay. Uh, based off the old uh, cartoon starring Taz the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. I watched that I show. got so many games, I'm going to lose them all. I know. Do you uh, want to put have... them on the table? Like... <clears throat> yeah, let's put them here. Throw them back okay. in your bag. Yeah. Uh, I got U.S. Gold Presents Winter Olympics Games. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's, that one's a little timely. Because it's the winter. And the Winter Olympics are coming up. No, they're not. Summer Olympics are coming up. Yeah. Shit. (laughs) Let's try. So timely. (laughs) 
I don't pay attention to this. It's stuff. really close to 2022. I get, I get what he's saying. Uh, NHL All-Star Hockey. Okay. For the biggest sports fan, Joe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, NFL Quarterback Club. <laughs> NFL Quarterback Club is great. Uh, what did you think of the Super Bowl, Joe? Uh, fantastic. <laughs> go Niners? No. no. Damn. Yeah, for go like home three, Niners. For, for like, yeah, for like three quarters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did I did read that it was like one of those uh, or they were like, oh, they got like a 93% chance of winning. Oh, they lost. <laughs> yeah, with like 10 minutes left, they were up by 10. Yeah. And they lost. Uh, and I got uh, Echo the Dolphin, uh, The Tides of Time. Is this a different Echo the Dolphin than was available on Genesis? Or is this like a weird port? It's no. like a, its own spinoff. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. they were both the same thing. Uh, no, the other one is um, uh, the other one is Echo the Dolphin, and this one echoes the Tides of Time. Oh, gotcha. So I think maybe this one is uh, the Sega CD version also is the same one. Echoes of Elusive and Age. So it's yeah. a prequel to, to Dragon Quest. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the Poker Ball Solitaire. I also picked up some other stuff while I was there. Uh, I picked up a copy of Vigilante 8 for the Game Boy Color. Oh, because it has a Rumble <laughs> thing that you're now obsessed with getting all of them for no reason other than you found out they exist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I wanted to make sure that I got that right. Now, Defenders of the Future was on the Dreamcast. Oh, that's right. I remember that one. So uh, I picked up Skier Die. Ooh, on very the, timely. Uh, yes, very very, very timely. timely with the Winter Olympics coming up. And because you feel like you're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so timely. Now I I didn't even know this game existed. No, I played Skater Die a ton when yeah, I was a kid. All, is did Ultra make Skater Die as well? Uh, yeah, it is like okay. a sequel okay. to Skater Die. It's just uh, I find it funny. It's Skater Die. He's riding on a snowboard. Or ski or die, but he's riding on a snowboard. Oh my god! <laughs> See, I thought maybe this was one of those things where they're like, "Guys, the skater die game, people are loving it. We need our own version of it. What can we do?" And they're like, "Ski or die. That's that's similar. Okay, cool. Put him on a board, though." <laughs> you know what that is? It's probably just like a reskin of Skater Die. Probably. Yeah. I didn't try it yet, but I'm sure uh, it's exactly that. Just they took the wheels off. <laughs> yeah. Now he's riding a snowboard. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Uh, and then the last thing I picked up uh, was uh, X-Men on the Sega Genesis, nice. which I was surprised I didn't actually own a copy of this uh, currently, All right, uh, because this game is fucking fantastic. So I'm looking at this box, and I have a question for you, Joe, because mm-hmm. on the cover of the box it says something very important, and I want to know, uh, can you flip it back over because I need to read it verbatim, is there a special edition poster inside? No. Damn. Because it says were, it includes were you gonna take the No, right. I just wanted to see it. <laughs> Hey, look, Echo to the Dolphin. Echo to the Dolphin. A new adventure game. Yeah. No, I just want to, like, right on the front of the box is this big green, like, comic booky, like, you know, one of those, like, bam, pow type bubbles that says special edition poster inside with maps and uh, fun Includes stuff. maps and hints. And hints. Maps and hints. Yeah. I just wanted to see what the poster looked like because I bet it'd be fucking awesome. No, unfortunately, it did not come with the poster. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I remember this being one of my favorite Sega Genesis games on the, the, the system at the time. That's um, a sick cover, too. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh shit, how do I not I already own a copy of this? So I, I bought a copy. Are you sure? Did you actually go home and check? I mean, it wasn't on my list, mm. uh, which I'm very meticulous at making sure I fill out the list of things that I own. Okay. That's um, not true. But yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I mean, either way, I, I don't mind having another copy of it <laughs> if I did. No at least one. this one is the box in the manual. Odds are if I didn't already have it, I didn't have the box in the yeah, manual. Yeah, that's true. So. so how much did all of that set you back? 
Not much. Most of the Game Gear games were like $2 games. Um, the uh, X-Men was $13, so not not too bad. And Skater Die was like 4 bucks. So you spent, what, $80 on things you'll probably never play? Uh, not 80 probably like $40 on things I'll never play. And then the ones you bought off of eBay? Oh, shit, I forgot about the ones on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, eBay was uh, 60 bucks. Jesus. For the ones I bought on eBay. Uh, those ones I was more interested, like, I, I was more okay with spending a little bit of money on those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the adapters set uh, for the three was $50, but $22 shipping, which I was like, ah, fuck. And it was the only shipping option that they offered. So yeah. I was like, ah, It's going to show up in a crate. Well, hopefully. Um, for that money. Yeah. Yeah, lead line box. Mm-hmm. Something I can make use of later on. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, i just kind of excited to be able to play the Game Gear games, like, seriously, I guess I yeah. would say. I mean, I had not a Game actually Gear. play them, just excited that you can play them. Yeah, yeah. that's like, because they're not going <laughs> to. I was thinking about that, like, I only really care about buying things up, like, when I have an option for playing them. And yeah. then you never play them. I mean, then I never play them, yeah. Um, but, like... There's, you know, I don't have a thing that, like, lets me play Atari games, you know, other than, like, hooking up an Atari to, like, the fucking... Some old tube TV in your basement. Yeah, where it has, like, those things where you, like, gotta, like, screw the little clamped prongs onto it kind of thing. That's how you used to have to do it. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, I, like, so I don't really care about Atari games, but, like, if they put out some sort of, like, HD, 10, you know, 4K, 1080p atari that i could hook up to my 60 inch tv i'd be like now time to start playing atari games what about that atari vcs thing does that not play old it atari doesn't games? play the games oh, okay. it's just like a yeah it's like an atari mini gotcha. yeah it just has like all the stuff preloaded, pre- preloaded onto gotcha. it or like you can download the games well because i know a few years ago they had ones where it was like the genesis that both played cartridges and had built-in games yeah i wasn't sure if an atari had one of those too no not that i know of gotcha. i mean maybe there's like an atari retron yeah. That probably what about exists. that new Atari? Isn't what's that one? Will that one play the old games? No, I think that one's also just online. St- like, only yeah, yeah, I think digital. it was like a streaming thing. Yeah, it's, gotcha. like a, it's like a streaming box, like a programmable streaming box kind of thing. Gotcha. That well, also plays Atari games. We'll continue to not care about Atari then, unless yeah. you go to the hotel and then you can play them at the hotel. What? what? There's Atari hotels that are opening. What? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Atari's op- opening some oh, hotels. Oh, you're right. I did see that. Yeah, the Atari is opening its own like hotel chain. I saw that article also, and was very confused by it. Yep. Hmm. Fair enough. Just straight up hotels. Yeah, I think they're <laughs> opening three of them, and one of them is in like New York or something. Hmm. Well, we'll have to stay there. Yeah, never. Yeah. Well, hmm. uh, hopefully, I get the adapters in uh, this week, so I can actually give some of these games. So you can bring them next, next week, week for no one to be able to look at. Yeah. I mean, so I can play some of the games I yeah. want. <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing, like, those X-Men games. Yeah. And the Plus, you've got to test them, you know? Yeah. So, wait, when did you say they're going to come in? The uh, the adapters? I think they said it was, like, seven, eight days. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I ordered them, like, two or three days ago. So, oh, cool. hopefully, they should be in before next week. Sweet. Mm. What about you, John? What did you play this week? Uh, I didn't play anything. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I watched the XFL yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, that that's pretty fun. game-related-ish. It's a, it's it's a, a game. Yeah, it's, it's a stretch, but I'll allow it. Uh, I mean, I played Tetris. Spin-off like, spin of our uh, defunct wrestling podcast. Yeah. Now XFL podcast time. No. Oh. We're not doing that. No. 
No, it was interesting though. Like I thought it was fun. I watched uh, like half of both games. Game going on I did right the now. same thing. Um, I was just curious. Like, there's a lot of the like play calls being broadcast, and I'm like, how is this gonna come into play in the season? Like, that's what I was confused by too. Uh, I kept seeing that like the quarterbacks and the refs, or not the refs, the yes. um, everybody's mic'd. Everyone is mic'd. Oh, but like the quarterbacks and the coaches, coaches are yeah. mic'd up. Yeah. So I'm just like, doesn't that just mean that the other team can just be listening to everything they're saying like live? Well, no, you just like, the idea is that you're not watching the TV feed of the, of the game. Yeah. But I mean, we you already... can go back and record them and then rewatch them to like, know what the plays are. And like, but the... you already know what the plays are. Cause you can see it happen. Like, but you, like, you can know what the play calls are. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like, you don't need to know the name of the the play because the name of the play is pretty standard across every team. Like, you watch it. Like, I watched a guy, and they're like, oh, that's Spider 2 Wide Banana, like, after it was run. Like, you, that doesn't matter for, like, rewatching game film or anything like that. It would only matter in the moment if you heard him say, all right, we're, we're running Spider 2 Wide Banana. And then they're like, all right, cool. He's, they're running this. Go, 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 go. I don't think it would, like, it won't matter to, like, look back on film three weeks from now and be like, oh, okay, look, they're running the the XG5, like, cool. Like, I don't think that'll matter. Uh, I just thought, like, you know, what if somebody was just in the back watching the show, yeah. talking into a mic to the opposing team's coach saying, like, this is the play they're going to call, this is what they're going to do, this is yeah. what they're going to do. I don't know how they're preventing that from happening. Obviously, that would need to be very important and Bang i think trash can yeah exactly I don't, I don't think that uh obviously they're not allowed to do that mm. but i mean stranger things have happened trash cans and all mm. i don't have tv so i wasn't watching it but i was like following along with the like Internet? reaction yeah, yeah i guess to, like seeing like you know looking on twitter seeing like what everyone was saying in the xfl hashtag and stuff um, and everyone seemed to be really excited about it and like really into it. There's a couple rule changes that I like. Um, like the point after is not a two point thing. You can be one, two, or three, and yeah, you can choose like any that. way you want to do it. Um, you got to run a play. It's not a kick. Yeah, I like that a lot. The people, kickoff. Yeah, uh, people kept saying the kickoff rule rule is really good. Yeah, because yeah. it avoids like high cl- uh, speed collisions and stuff like that. Well, and it basically is like if you kick it out of the end zone in the air, they get it like really far. They get it at the thirty five, I think. If yeah, you, and then there was a minor touchback, which is at the 15, which if it bounces in and then back out. Yeah, if it bounces in the field of play and then into the end zone, it's a minor one, and you get it at the 15. So it in, it encourages the people to pick it up. Um, but also, like, you can't uh, when you can't start running until the ball is kicked. So, like, you don't get to start five yards back and then get a running start. Um, and then where the players are is different as well. So it doesn't... Uh, it like you said, it limits the the collisions that are happening that cause concussions and stuff. Hmm. Um, One foot needs to be down for a play to be complete. Yeah, yeah. So that's like college rules. I like the two minute rules uh, where you the play the the clock stops after every play, regardless of what happens. And then that's also in college as well. No. Yeah, isn't it inside the two minute warning that every play stops the no. clock? No. You, no. What college is is that. Um, Every first down stops the clock until they set it. This is every play. No. Oh. So, yeah, I like that rule a lot. Because mm. it, it makes it so that way, like, close games can actually, like, happen. Mm. You know, like, you get a chance within the two-minute warning to have your entire playbook at your disposal um, to run different kinds of plays and different kinds of offense and stuff. So that's pretty cool. People seem really into the, like, 
uh, sideline reporters, like, getting in everybody's face after every single play. Mm-hmm. Everyone was, like, talking about how, like, you know, you fuck something up, and all of a sudden someone runs up with a mic and says, like, oh, how's it feel to fuck up right now? Yeah, at the end of the first game, there was a fumble, and the guy who recovered the ball was standing there on the sidelines, like, holding the ball. Uh, and the sideline reporter came over and they're like, I see you got that ball there. He's like, yep, never letting it go. Six people trying to take it away from me. I'm going to keep it. This is my ball now. <laughs> He's standing there on the sideline holding the other team's ball. Because all the balls have like the team the names team on them. On yeah. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool too. Mm. It seems fun. It seems like a fun league. I don't know. Like I've seen the F-bomb get <laughs> played yep. everywhere. Yeah, the very first sideline interview, the guy swore. It's like, okay, sure. But yeah, it could be it could be fun. I don't know if it'll run out of money like the AFL or what, right? Is the AFL what was a- that one? AF, yeah, something like that. I was gonna say the AFL was owned by Bon Jovi. No, what was the one last year? The like the other football that was. I think I, it was AAF. Yeah, something like that. I just know a friend of mine was like him and his girlfriend were super into that league, and they were like watching all the games, and they were like, "Oh, let's take a trip to like Vegas. We'll go to the championship game." And, like, that'll be our vacation. Like, we'll do that and then do Vegas and stuff. And then, like, two weeks before the season is going to end, they're like, yeah, we ran out of money. Season's canceled. Championship's canceled. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, so they're like, all right, well, I guess we're just going to Vegas for Vegas now. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it was the AAF. Is that the Arena Football League? No, no that's no. AFL. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's completely different. Mm. But that's fun, too, I guess. I liked Arena Football. I went to a couple games when they had it in Connecticut. I really liked the fifteen the, years ago, but the video game too. Oh, I never played that. Kurt, what is it? Kurt Warner's Arena Football? Uh, no, I think it was just like the AFL or something like that. Hmm. Like uh, it, I think it was an EA Sports game, but like they had the netting, so like when you kicked off, it would just bounce off the netting, and then if you had a chance to catch, like the kicking team had a chance to catch the the kickoff, if they had, like had, if it had gone past a certain yardage or something yeah. like that. Um, but the game was fun, and then. You know, no one went to the games, and Bon Jovi bought it and drove it into the ground. Way to go, Bon Jovi. Way to go. Yeah, it was just arena football. Mm. EA Sports. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so what about you, Adam? What did you play this week? Well, I was bedridden for most of the week. Um, so I thought I tried to play Stadia, and I tried to play the Metro game, and I just wasn't into it. It was very dark. It was very slow-paced. I couldn't really tell what was going on. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really a fan of it. I didn't really have the energy to get into something like... Uh, guilt like I didn't want to try to have to pay attention to a story or do anything like that so um, I did end up playing that what I did end up trying which I didn't really pay attention to until it came out this week uh, was NVIDIA's GeForce Now which is their NVIDIA's version of Stadia so to speak Mm. uh, where what it does is it connect it lets you connect your um, PC game library to their service and if the game is compatible you can play it across devices using their servers so like i talk all the time about i don't play pc games because i don't own a pc that can play them um but now i can can buy it like stuff on steam and then correct Mm. so like i can play it like i was playing cuphead on my phone i couldn't do that like i could barely play cuphead on my computer (laughs) which is why i bought it on switch now i was playing on my phone Mm. um and so i was able to hook up uh, I was able to download it on my phone, uh, download it on the PC, uh, which is cool because it allows you to just play on PC, even though I just have this like you know run of the mill laptop, which is nice. Uh, a bunch of games that I had in Steam worked. Most of the ones that I have didn't. They're just older games um, that aren't compatible yet. But it it takes the Steam Marketplace, 
it allowed me to do the Ubisoft game. So like I had Assassin's Creed Odyssey um, that I got for free from doing the mm-hmm. Stadia beta. Uh, and then I got a free copy of Black Flat or no, uh, Unity for some reason. Mm. Uh, no, the worst one. <laughs> yeah, I think they gave it I to me. I think it was an apology for the fact that it was so broken when it came out. No, no, no. It was something that had to do with Odyssey. Um, or they were having to do with the whatever the project uh, Scar no not Scarlet um whatever the Stadia precursor thing yeah. was called mm-hmm. I don't remember now um so I had those games on there I loaded up Cuphead was in there uh all the how ba- is Cuphead on your phone it's such a like precise game I well, picture the phone being like way too oh yeah I couldn't it, it's not un- responsive yeah it was unplayable mm. with touchscreen controls but it yeah I could hook up my PS4 controller to it but my problem is is that and this is my problem with Stadia on my phone too is I don't have a controller clip so like I need to get a controller clip but all of them like I look at every it's review and it's bands. like oh it's gonna break it's the cheapest plastic and like I don't I'm not paying like 25 bucks for some clip thing that's that will be sturdy and never break when I'm I know I'm not going to play it that much. Um So, let's see what else worked. Uh both Portal games uh are compatible there. Uh the Arkham games I had uh and then Star Wars Battlefront 2, the old Battlefront 2, uh the like uh, Xbox original PS2 one uh and the Knights of the Old Republic, mm. which of course works across everything for some reason um so i tried it a little bit i was able to play like i was able to connect uh there were instances where i wasn't able to connect where it just like it looked like it was going to work and then just didn't so i didn't have like the greatest time with it you know i I was looking at a lot of reviews this week they're like it's a stadia killer which like i get why because it works with the games you already own you don't have to buy new games the fact that it connects to steam means that you can get games super cheap where you wouldn't have been able where like with stadia you have to pay their price which is they fix it and there's only a limited amount of games yeah um and steam is constantly having sales yeah exactly crazy Uh, discounts so like that part of it's really cool the fact that it like works with my controllers is fine like that was fun it works on pc i think it just works on android phones now i don't think it works on iphone yet um but like well listen iphone gets everything first it's fine um but the deserve PC, it. The PC We're one, the best. Absolutely not. Uh, the PC one worked fine as well. I was able to play things. The only weird part is that you have to download it on PC first, add all your games to your library, then sign in for the first time on the PC, and then you can play it on other devices, uh, which is a little weird. And I guess the way that it works is that it basically like it loads up a fake PC desktop within their like system and that you then just like sign into steam and it shows you what looks like a normal steam window and it allows you to just click the game that you want um as long as that's the game you selected from the like geforce now menu uh and there's there i'm only on the free tier uh there is a pay tier that i guess gets you like priority access to join things um i did see people online who are like yeah you know this seems really cool but look at my screen and it says like you'll be the next person and like you'll get ready to start gaming. There's only like 29 people ahead You're of you. You're in a queue. Yeah, exactly. To get access to it. Um, the free tier also limits your time. You can only play for an hour Ooh. at a time, Ooh. like for per session. And then I don't know if like, I don't know what the downtime is. I never played for long enough to know. Um, 
so it's not necessarily great for like other like for everybody if you just want little snippets of things then it's totally fine but if you want to do like marathon gaming sessions you'd have to get the pay tier which i think right now is only like five bucks a month which is not bad at all um and if you do that you get i think six hours which is totally reasonable i mean i've definitely played for longer than six hours but if it's like okay play for six hours and then like take a break it's like all right there's worse things i guess go pee yeah exactly like okay get up make some food like six hours is the exact amount of time for you to like go to the door and get the pizza you ordered or whatever um so it's not it's not bad but obviously everyone's trying to use it right out of the gate right now i don't know if like it's just it's gonna get better over time because it's being stress tested or whatever um but it seems cool like i it has me more interested in paying attention to like the steam sale that happens whenever that comes up, like whatever the winter sale is steam summer sale, or the summer one or like whatever. I'm sure there'll be some, you know, huge sale. Uh, there's a, a lot of things that are obviously missing. Like it doesn't have the Epic game store. It doesn't have the rockstar launcher for any of those older GTAs. So it only uses steam. No steam. I had the Ubisoft, like you play store yeah. or whatever. Um, uh, I don't think it has EA origins. Um, so there's like some launchers that just don't work for it yet, but that could come over time. I'm sure they just got to like work out licensing and contracts and, and all that kind of stuff. But um, I mean, there's, I think it's over a thousand games available at the start. Not all of my Star Wars games worked, which I was kind of bummed about. Like I, I would have liked to have like the Force Unleashed games on there. Because mm. uh, I, I one time bought like a super giant bundle of Star Wars games on Steam. And so, like, most of those aren't on there, which was kind of a bummer. I would like to have those to be able to play them. But other than that, not a, you know, not too bad considering what it is. And uh, I do need to get, like, a controller adapter thing so I can, you know, attach my PS4 controller to this clip and then put my phone in it so I can play. Because if I have that, then that would be, you know, pretty beneficial. But. Mm. So now um, you gotta get the the back trigger thing. You gotta get the clip. Yeah. Uh, you gotta get the chat pad, the Bluetooth yep. chat pad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it look like the old Game Boys, where it's like all the different attachments. You can <laughs> Magnifying <add to> lens. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Reading light. Yeah. Get all that stuff for it. So, uh, but pretty cool. I mean, if you're someone that has a wealth of PC games and wants to be able to try gaming on the go, or even just like if you have, you know, your gaming PC and then you have like a regular laptop then you can play, you know, other places with your gaming laptop, which is pretty sweet. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everyone's called it the Stadia Killer already. It definitely has the... Uh, well, I mean, Stadia kind of killed the Stadia. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're just treading water. And at this point, like, the free tier is still not out yet. Everyone's coming up to the end of their three months, and it doesn't seem likely that a lot of people are going to continue with it. Like, I might... It'd be one of those things where, like, if there's a free game they're giving out, I might sign up again for the month just to get the free game. Um, I don't know if you need to have it to be able to play the games that you own already. I don't know if they said that or not. Um, but again, they didn't have the free tier in place, so who knows? Um, but yeah, Stadia kind of came and went with a dud, and this looks to be taken off much better. And uh, like it's a quieter launch, but still looks to be doing bigger and better things. So uh, that's the NVIDIA GeForce now. So uh, all right, well, that's, that'll do it for what we've been playing this week. So we'll jump right into the lightning round. Not lightning round. We'll start things off uh, with something that we talked about last week, actually, which was just a rumor at that point. Uh, though by the time the episode went out, I think it was official. Uh, the Wonderful 101 is back. 
that we heard the rumor that they were going to be potentially launching a Kickstarter to either garner interest or publish or do something to the wonderful 101, which was the old uh, Wii U game. Turns out that was 100% correct. Monday they launched a Kickstarter. Uh, how's the Kickstarter doing, Joe? Uh, very, very good. Uh, it is... Uh... Originally, the, the goal was uh, $49,000. $49,430 was the original goal. It's crazy low. Yeah. And Maybe also, to... like, why not just make it 50000 Triple that in like an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it is currently, uh, with 25 days still to go on the, the campaign, at uh, $1,517,501 with uh, 23,426 backers. Uh, so it, yeah, you're right. It blew past the goal that it was aiming for almost instantaneously. Uh, it keeps climbing. Um, uh, I, I, I'll be interested to see like if it starts to slow down at this point now that it's cleared the goal so significantly. Um, but uh, they they keep adding more like stretch goals and tiers to the to the um, fucking thing. Campaign. Campaign. Mm-hmm. Good I said that earlier and then I forgot the word. To the thing. Yeah. Uh, they keep adding new stretch goals. So initially the first uh, one was just for a Switch version of the game. That was the like starter goal. Yeah, that was the uh, At 250000 they added a Steam version. At 500000 they added a PS4 version of the game. At $1 million, they added a time attack mode. And now it just passed $150 million, or $1.5 million, uh, which added a game called Luca's First Mission, which is a... 2D side-scrolling adventure uh, starring, like, a new character to the game. So he's, I guess, what the wonderful 102. Uh, but it will be a side-scrolling adventure. Uh, I get a feeling it'll probably be something along the lines of the Bloodstained one, yeah. Curse of the Moon, how yeah. they did that, the, the retro Castlevania game uh, as part of the Kickstarter backing. Uh, and that, now the next goal will be at 1.75 million, which will be a remix, uh, remix soundtrack, uh, featuring secret special guests. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, uh, at the 2 million mark, uh, it'll be Luca's second mission, which is our young hero is back and ready for more adventures. So I think it's just be more of that first stretch goal mini game. Nice. Now last yeah. week you said that if there was a Kickstarter, you would back it. Did you back it? I have not backed it yet. Are you going to back it? I will back it eventually. Uh, I usually t- tend to try and wait towards it to come to the end just to make sure I don't, like know everything that I'm going to get before backing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's just also there's a like exclusive backers only version. Like if you back it, you get the backers version of the game, which yeah. is like an exclusive you know cover and uh, extra accessories and. Uh, shit to come with it uh, so I definitely want to make sure I get that so I will back it but I'll probably wait till it gets to the end just so I, I know everything that I'll be getting along with it are you going to just get the Switch version or are you going to get the PS4 or you I'll get, get the both? Switch version okay. I wasn't sure if there was like a you save if you get both kind of thing the tiers are not that great like one of the things that you get is like the main director on the game blocks you on Twitter if you want to yeah I mean if you want to but like that's that's kind of lame <laughs> Uh, yeah. well, I mean, like it. Usually, it's you get your name in the credits. So, like, getting blocked on Twitter, I guess, is just as fun. Well, as the, the I mean, if you know anything about Hideki Kamiya, like him blocking you on Twitter is like a big deal. Yeah, uh, he like he's a very prickly person, I would say. And like, the, if you say anything to him, like he just publicly blocks you and like calls you out. And it's more like as a 
a joke thing. He's kind of playing up like this character of him being like prickly. There's a documentary on on Twitter or I mean uh, on YouTube about it called uh, called Blocked the Dekikamiya story, which is a a guy like goes through the history of him like blocking people and eventually he goes to find Kamiya and he like meets him at a convention and asks him like you know why you do all this stuff and he asks him how many people he's blocked and Kamiya pulls out his phone and shows him like the amount of people that he's blocked over the course of the, his time on Twitter um so like it's what he's known for so two people that are a fan of Platinum Games and a fan of Kamiya himself like it's actually kind of a mark of honor to be blocked by him yeah, but in a if, weird way. If it's that easy, couldn't you just say something at him and get blocked? Like, do you need to pay right. the money to do it? Well, you know this I mean? one, I think you also get a tweet saying that you've been blocked. So, like, oh, he likes. It, yeah. But, like, the day that game comes out, he's just going to have, like, 700 tweets. So, you're just going to be in the flood of the 700 people that are getting blocked now, too. So, it's not really special in the long run. Yeah. Um, but, like, the t shirt tier was pretty. Like high up there, I think it was like ninety dollars or something like that. Um, and then like there's a, the like soundtrack, but it's an abridged soundtrack, so it's not even the whole thing. What is the uh, what is the entry tier just to get yourself a copy of the game? Like how much is that? Forty, cost? I think. Okay, well. And I think sixty was the physical copy. Okay, so sixty plus you know thirty for a t-shirt. That's not that's not bad. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I was hoping it was gonna be like forty bucks for the physical version, so. Uh, I mean, th- that's also yeah. my my like uh, you know capital thought. So maybe I'll get it. I haven't blocked it. Or I haven't not backed it yet. But I'll probably do the same thing that Joe does. Is like wait to see what everything else is. Um, but it's also promised really early. Like I think it's November is the release date for it. I thought it was more recent. I thought it was like spring for some reason. Wasn't no, I thought it was like... gonna be out March sixth. Yeah, that's a month from now. That's when the Kickstarter ends. Wait, it's coming oh. out in March? No, it says like you'll get your stuff in November. The game probably digitally comes out in, in March. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the first uh, tier is uh, $10, and that's just like if you just want to pitch in $10. Okay. It's the free tier. It's it's pledge without a reward, so it's like, I really care about this game. I don't want it, but I'll put in $10. Yeah. I'm happy for you guys. Uh, well, 30... I mean, it's like pitch in $10 with the hopes that it gets made and doesn't suck. Like, yeah, if but why you, do you care if you're not gonna? Because if you're it. gonna if you're gonna spend sixty dollars on it and it sucks, or you're like, well, I just wasted sixty bucks. It's also it's gonna be sold in stores. Like you don't like have to just get is. it on the thing. Yeah. yeah, like you can then go pick it up at Best Buy if you want to. Like wait, you know, if you are being trepidatious and you're like, well, I want to wait and see how like it comes out before I actually oh. dedicate okay. the full money. But I do want to help. It is dumb. I don't know why anyone would do yeah. it. <laughs> uh, there are. Uh, oh, it doesn't tell you how many people. It tells you how many people back other things, but that one doesn't tell you. Lame. The time how many losers there are. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's thirty six dollars for a digital copy of the game. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, forty one dollars for a physical copy. Yeah. Five bucks. That ain't bad. <laughs> I don't know. Five dollars seems like not that big of a difference. No. Well, I mean, you you may just want the digital. Yeah, like, some you people may not just want prefer the box. digital. Yeah. yeah. It's only forty bucks for the physical version. Forty one. I thought it was sixty. Nope, physical release of Wonderful 101 Master. Uh, delivery, estimated delivery, April. Mm, there you go. Oh, I thought this was in November. Nope. So it's even sooner than I thought. That might be like the t-shirts and stuff. Like yeah, because I thought it said like items. digital redemption. And that's well, probably, the, that was the first one I looked at. Because I was just like, oh, I want something other than just the game. And I think the t-shirt said November, but... Mm. 
$51 gets you a digital copy plus the soundtrack. Uh, $55 gets you a physical copy of the game uh, plus the soundtrack and a digital comic. Uh, $69 gets yeah, you nice. uh, two digital copies of the game. And then yada yada from there. So let's take a look two at Two digital the, copies? I guess you want to give to a friend. Yeah, I was going to say, is it that's... Or say, maybe is it you, is get to pick, you get to pick and choose, like... Well, no, I want two a PlayStation digital, and an Xbox yeah. or a Switch version. Yeah, that could be it. Let's take a look at what the highest tier. Wow, there's a lot of fucking tiers. Yeah, there's this. a shitload of them. Jesus Christ! I also like they had like the little uh, the badge that he was wearing in the video. And that's mm-hmm. like one of the tiers, and I was like, oh, I want that, and that was like super expensive. All right, the uh, the highest tier uh, is uh, two thousand four hundred and ninety three dollars. How many backers? Uh, seven backers. Okay. Uh, it is called The Wonderful Collection. It includes the abridged digital soundtrack, digital comic, physical release of Wonderful 101 Remaster, keychain, CD soundtrack, uh, t-shirt, sticker set, physical comic book, uh, Sentinels, uh, identification card, uh, soft cover art book, acrylic standee, wonderful pendant, vinyl record, uh, full CD soundtrack, the Wonderful 101 custom controllers, and a thank you mention in the art book. In the art book, not even in the game. Yeah, That's, yeah. It doesn't say anything about like in the credits. It's kind of mediocre, actually. I mean, I bet you probably you probably, you probably, you probably get though. in the credits no matter what. Yeah. But that's like if you're somebody that cares enough to have a physical art book, you might want to have your name in it. I guess. I don't know. I'm just like comparing it to the only other comparison, which is Bloodstain, where like the more expensive ones is like your faces in the game and stuff. Yeah, or, or your pet in the game. Yeah. Granted, this is a a publishing thing it's not being remade or anything like well, that yeah there's, yeah, there's a game so, that exists yeah so that's, there's only so much they can do but they did say they were going to add new content to this game itself so at least you could want to be in it at some point I don't yeah. know it's also funny because you get four different versions of the, oh, the soundtrack <laughs> yeah you get the abridged one you get the digital one you get the physical one you get the vinyl mm-hmm. yeah is there a picture of what the vinyl record looks like uh, let's take a look there's a lot of uh, just like product doesn't like you know, yeah. this does not not the final image, and it's yeah. just a square version of the the box art. Uh, same thing with like the art book. The art book is just the box cover, um, and the comic. Hmm. Keychain looks cool. I like yeah. the identification card. I like the keychain, but I think that was like seventy bucks or something like that, because it was past the T-shirt. I thought. Uh yeah, it just looks like. Oh yeah, it's just the box art. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like final art, not. Finalized yeah. or something like that. Well, that's just digital, so because that's a CD. Oh, that right? was the CD. Yeah, here's the. Oh, okay. So it's just a vinyl. red vinyl. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool. I'll probably wait until it's closer to know what I'm getting, and then I'll I'll probably back it for the oh, Switch. Got, uh, like those like ultimate muscle, uh, like figure versions of the characters. Oh, the, the M U S C L E rubber figures. Yeah, that's cool. So uh, a lot of fun stuff. And then the custom controllers look cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the controllers did really look really cool. Mm. Are those actual Joy-Con or are those like a skin? They're hand-painted uh, controllers. Oh, cool. Yeah, so you can get hand-painted Joy-Con controllers or a PS4 uh, DualShock. What was nice. the cost for that? Uh, well, you got to figure a pair of Joy-Cons are, what, 70 bucks? Yeah. So then they got to get they got to get a pair of Joy-Con, then they got to paint them. So you're probably looking at at least 200 well, and then like that's also gonna be further down the tiers, so you'll get a physical copy of the game as well. So, yeah, so I'm three hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm looking. Maybe like I said, there's maybe a million tiers. So I gotta find the first one, one that yeah. like, adds. 
Yeah, it might only be a part of the two thousand dollars. Yeah, twenty six hundred or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, pretty cool though. And yeah, turns out the rumors were true. Surprise! Anything, surprise. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Nothing. If you can't find it in three seconds, I'm moving on. All right, move on. Okay, cool. Lightning <laughs> round. Uh, you need to pay attention for this one, Joe, because this one's all about you, buddy. Uh, the new season of Modern Warfare leaked. Mm-hmm. Well, by them. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, they like put it up and then took it down. Yeah. So I guess leak. We'll put leaked in finger quotes. Mm. Trickled. Um, yeah, but <laughs> the uh, the first details of Modern Warfare's season two, uh, which is right around the corner. So as you mentioned, uh, season one is coming to a close. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the day this comes out is the start of the new season. Okay. So Monday. Cool. So what do we got? Uh, well, I mean, it didn't really show much. It was just kind of like a quick montage kind of thing. Uh, but it did drop several different kind of hints throughout the course of it. Uh, the two big ones that people took away from it were uh, the return of the character Ghost in mm-hmm. the game. Uh, it was hinted nice. at the end of the first game, or at the end of the, the story, the, story, the campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it hinted that Ghost would be returning because this one takes place. It's like a soft reboot thing. So, uh, I mean, everyone that knows has played the older games knows that uh, Ghost dies in number two. But then this one takes place before that, so he would still be alive. Uh, so that character returns, fan favorite character. Uh, the other big thing, the one that I was most excited for, was uh, if you like look at the little file folders on the computer screen during one like quick shot, uh, you can clearly see the outline of some of the structures from the level Rust, uh, which is one of the like arguably most popular Call of Duty maps mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Um, and I will totally be down for the return of Rust for a map. Nice. Did you see this week that they said that like they made more money from Modern Warfare this year than they did last year because they got rid of loot boxes? That like the season structure of Modern Warfare meant that they like earned more money than if they had loot boxes. Oh, or at I least mean, that was their assumption. I am I'm not surprised. It's what made Fortnite so successful. Yeah, because people like knowing what they're paying for. Yeah, and they're much more like everyone kind of is sick of loot boxes. Like They're people still randomized buy, shit. Yeah, people still buy them, sure, but you know the fact that you know that it's a gamble. Most people do um, had them trending away from that thought. So, mm. I mean, clearly this seasonal structure seems like it's going to be around to stay for Call of Duty because it's making them more money than loot boxes did. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I'll admit, like I I bought the the season pass thing, whatever it is, the like the seasonal yeah yeah whatever. Uh, but I've also just like bought random like. Uh, skin packs and stuff Mm -hmm. you know ones that i could actually see where like you know it would pop up and say like oh like check out these new skins for the operators in the game i was like oh that one looks fucking cool i'll buy that i'll drop five dollars down for that kind of thing uh so it works for me i'm far more inclined to yeah buy something that i know that i think is looks cool than to just kind of randomly hope that it shows up in a random drop box thing but i mean you know if it works it works yeah yeah, and they said that even, like, I think it was even combined with the normal, like, season pass of extra content. So just the, like, the DLC season pass, like the $50 pack that they usually put out? Yeah, so, like, that plus microtransactions was still less than what they've made so far with Modern Warfare on just, you know. Yeah, I mean, I prefer it this way. Yeah, it is better. Mm. I mean, it remains to be seen. Uh, Activision also this week uh, stated that the next Call of Duty is coming out this year. Which we all knew. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't say who's making it, though, which I thought was surprising. 
doesn't it usually always follow like a structure? A pattern. Yeah, but they didn't say like they didn't confirm this is the next like the next one would be like try yeah, usually it's, it's infinity ward then i think it's sledgehammer no it's infinity ward Treyarch sledgehammer sure because it was the last one i don't remember was it world war Two was the last one no no it was black ops the the battle royale the, oh black ops 4 yeah, yeah yeah so Treyarch, infinity ward so the next one should be sledgehammer yeah okay but they didn't say, like, we have a new Call of Duty coming this year from Sledgehammer. They just yeah, said, yeah. a new Call of Duty this year. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, they could have, like, a new secret studio working yeah. on the, the next game kind of thing. Certainly possible. Mm. So you excited about all the the changes in seasons? You ready for a new... Like, because you had said a couple weeks ago that you were just trying to play to get all of the challenges for Season 1, and then you would be moving on to other things. Do you still feel that way, or are you going to be jazzed and excited for season two now that you know that there's rust and ghost and all this other fun stuff yeah i'm, I'm it's I'm a good too, game it's a good game and i'm too fucking addicted to it i don't know why I, but like i've played other call of duties a lot like i played a lot of call of duty 2 i played a lot of call of duty black ops 2 i played a lot of call of duty modern warfare mm-hmm. um but like this one has me in a way that none of the other ones have gotten me before it's all it took like everything that I loved about the other ones. It took every best aspect of them and put them all together into like one perfect game for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I'm still as into it as I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So, yep. Yeah, I mean, once this new season starts up and I see like that ticker, like roll back over to level 55 and it's like, all right, now there's another hundred levels to go up again. Uh, I'm going to be right back into it and hating myself the whole time <laughs> no don't hate yourself it's a fun game oh no well i'll just sit there going like watching my backlog grow higher and higher and higher thinking like oh yeah i just bought like the yakuza fucking remastered collection with all the other yakuza games now i have every yakuza game at my disposal on the new systems i'm gonna go play some call of duty to be fair though if you weren't playing call of duty you'd be playing some other game and those would still be sitting there true let's not kid yourself that's yeah. why i don't want you to beat yourself up joe because you would have done it anyway mm. you just would have been playing a different game w- which is totally fine we all do it uh all right lightning round sticking with activision though um they obviously have a hit on their hands with their quote-unquote remaster remake reboot of modern warfare uh and they've said this year uh the year 2020 uh they plan to release several remasters um i they use well, this... remasters and reimagined experiences yeah uh <laughs> that right. one that's a new one for me mm. I, i've never heard reimagined experiences before um but i i gotta assume maybe that means like the the ground up remakes maybe like the um crash bandicoot ones weren't those like full-grown like ground up remakes uh yeah and yeah, yeah so the spyro uh crash both of those are activision i believe mm-hmm um so more like that uh maybe i maybe modern warfare is the example of a reimagined experience because it's not a reboot it's like it's not a remake it's not like a sequel when i hear remaster i just think of like hd upscaling of an older game yeah it's not a remaster it's not a remake it's a re it's a new experience with a similar aesthetic and name Mm -hmm. so like maybe modern warfare is a example of that i don't really know but or it could be like a new call of duty or not call, um like tony hawk sequel yeah where it's like, like it's, it's a, a new reimagined version of tony hawk well like the tony hawk hd which mm. was new levels new physics ish like mm. it's similar to what you wanted but not exactly what you what you wanted or like the return of potentially guitar hero 
Yeah. Like uh, they reimagined it in a new way. That's never happening. I mean, the last time they brought Guitar Hero back. And, and they reimagined, reimagined it in a new way. I liked that version. I did too. I didn't necessarily dig the game part of it. Like the live part, I didn't really yeah, like. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, but the controller I thought was good. I thought that was a new way to like amp up the controller. Uh, so I thought that was pretty fun. Again, I didn't play it very much, but um, all right. So what do you think? What uh, what are some of these? We've gotten the crashes. We've gotten the spiros. What's uh, what do you think? I mean, personally, I would absolutely be okay with a new um, Guitar Hero in some way, shape, or form. Just do it well, <laughs> like. I'm not down to buy another guitar controller. I feel like my days of buying music peripherals are, are over. I always have that itch, like, in the back of my head calling to me. Like, I'm, I'm constantly just, like, looking at my uh, rock band box going, like, I could play rock band again. No, like, I could. I just don't want to have to buy a new thing. Like, <laughs> I have the, you know, I have all my rock band stuff downstairs. And, yeah, I would love to set it up and play it. But I don't want to go buy a new one. That's my problem. You always got to buy a new one. Yeah, I don't want (laughs) want to. That's the the problem. Yeah, I don't want to. Uh, And then uh, I already mentioned, like, I I still would like to see the return of some kind of Tony Hawk. See, if you're going to do remasters, give me, like, one and two. Like, give me Tony Hawk 1 and Tony Hawk 2 in one package. Not the Tony Hawk HD, which was some levels from all the games, but the, you know, physics were different. Like, just remaster... One and two. I want two X, which was the Xbox game that was in between two and three. So it had like the best of one and two together, but on the Xbox, and it didn't like didn't redo anything. I think it added in a new level. There was a new level. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that's the thing. Like, just give me one and two. Yeah. Like in some kind of package, it doesn't even necessarily have to look better. Just give me a way to play one and two on the current consoles and i'm down but i would i would honestly be okay with like a full-blown new tony hawk just don't don't over bloat it with like all of the extra shit that they always ended up starting doing like i don't want to play uh uh, the american something american wasteland american wasteland where it was like a a big open worldy kind of like i just kind of want to go back to that like single stage i want to collect the skate i want to collect the tape yeah yeah i don't need to get off the board yeah like yeah see that's the thing like i would say yeah give me a new tony hawk game but i don't trust them because every time they gave me a new tony hawk game they added in all this other weird shit like give me one and two and a level editor and then maybe like let me download other people's levels like that's really all i would want i don't like I want the same soundtrack. I just, those games are great. And they never got better than that. Like I played up until four. I, I, I think I, think I three tried. was good. The other, what? Three was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like one and two was where I put my time in. Oh, like, for I definitely, sure. Yeah. I bought up until four and I think I might've played one or the other. Did you play underground? Underground was okay too. I think I played underground as well. I know I like played a lot of them. I don't, I didn't dedicate time to them like I did to like one, two and three. Yeah. But like I did play like project eight. And, yeah, um, I think I tried that one, but never really got into it. I mean, then, the last time they tried to reboot it, though, it was a game that like was just a piece of plastic because you had to download a forty gig patch. Oh, yeah, those Tony Hawk Five. Yeah, yeah. That's, see, that's the kind of shit I'm saying. Like, yeah, that was the next Tony Hawk game, and look how you know, yeah, it look was how super broken. It was. Yeah, yeah. So like, no, don't give us, don't give us that. Just give me one and two. If you yeah. want to do remasters and reimagine experiences, hell, do one through four. If you need to make it a $60 package like that's fine I'll take that too yeah um, but if you're gonna give me like that crash experience of give me three games give me Tony Hawk 1, 2, and 3 and 
Make him look pretty. Okay, mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. What about you, John? What do you want to see? Uh, Tenchu. I think the Tenchu games will probably get remastered. Because okay. we just had Onimusha got remastered recently. And then, like, when Sekiro came and was announced, Joe and I were just like, yeah, this is a, re- this is a new Tenchu game. Granted, we got we got Sekiro, and it was phenomenal, and yeah. my favorite game of all time. But I think the Tenchu games are probably next, because they're, like, 2020 is going to be the year of the samurai. Like, we've got Ghost of Tsushima coming ninjas. out. What? Tenchu's ninjas. Yeah, and so is Sekiro. But uh, we're the year of feudal Japan fighting. <laughs> um because we got Ghost of Tsushima coming out, Neo mm-hmm. Two or yeah, Neo yeah, Two is coming out soon, soon. Yeah. Um, and uh, this would just be a good filler for people who are waiting for Ghost of Tsushima, which may or may not even come out this year. And also, like going along with that, when it was like Sekiro was first coming out before we knew what Sekiro was, and everyone was saying like, "Oh, it's a new Tenchu," like that clearly showed that there was hype for a new Tenchu. Right. You know, everybody went like, oh, fuck, yeah, new Tenchu coming. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting a long time for a new Tenchu game. So, like, that was a very clear indicator that I was hoping that they would be paying attention to, saying, like, all right, we're going to, like, put this game out, like, this Sekiro game out secretly, but then everyone went Tenchu, and they were like, all right, well, maybe we should have, like, some team somewhere start looking into... It's also Activision. Something Tenchu, yeah. 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 Uh, and the, there was three Tenchu games, like, just remake those three. There you go. Put them all there. Or, you know, remaster them or whatever. Stick it on yeah, a disc. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't necessarily Was there only three Tenchu games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then the, the DS one, but I don't think that was actually Activision. I think it was somebody else. Uh, oh, uh, and then Tenchu Z on the 360. Oh, yeah. Don't do, don't, don't, don't do anything. Tenchu Z was my favorite one. Oh, really? Yeah, that I was the like online that. one. That was like the four-player co-op one. Yeah, I didn't like that one. That one was great. Hmm. I played the shit in a lot of that game. Hmm. Um, I want to see X-Men Legends. Well, I mean, after Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 kind of hit with a thud, do you think that would happen? Yeah, because it's, Cause it's still the same to game. Do with it. Yeah. True. And yeah. you're remastered. a different, different yeah. studio. Yeah, and you're you're not making a new X-Men Legends game. You, I want, like, X-Men Legends 1 and 2. 1 and, and 2, new, yeah. Like, you know, upscaled or remade uh, graphics. Mm. Like. Marvel Ultimate Alliance hit with a thud because it changed things for people. And like, it was it was the, the it was the one that people didn't want. It so. changed things, and then it didn't change enough yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah, it's so the now Tony Hawk Five of the of the scenario that yeah. we're describing. I just want X Men Legends One and Two in a new shiny box on a new shiny system. Mm. So give me that because those games are fantastic. Yeah, they are. Uh, John, you uh, said earlier uh, about like a new Quake. Oh yeah. Yeah, because Doom is having its revival right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Quake will also have its revival. Also, like Quake started speedrunning, and speedrunning is a heat bigger than ever right now. So, like, make a new Quake for people to speedrun. Oh, it was Quake a single player game? I thought Quake was only like online. No, it was also single player. Oh, I never even really like knew about the single player. I only knew about like the competitive aspect. Yeah, of Quake. yeah. No, it was also a single player game. Oh. Do they own? Quake? I, th- I mean, it was the 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 um, developer developer, yeah. and I think Activision published it. Um, I but I don't think it publishes it. stuff anymore. Do they, or do they go through someone else? Well, isn't it uh, Bethesda? Oh, it it, Beth- it is Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, like now, I think they they own. That's it. true. Yeah. So I guess that's not going to happen then. Mm. Yeah, because they because um, like Activision also did ports of like the old Wolfenstein games, and that's all. That's um, all Bethesda as well. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Same thing with Doom. Yep. Um, so yeah, I don't. 
because I was just looking it up and I was thinking like I don't it doesn't that seems like a thing because there's like Quake Champions, mm-hmm. so that's not Activision, I don't think. I don't know. I just I, I like watch stuff of Doom and I've watched like the new. I mean, it was in the last one too, but like how quick and fast paced and all over the place it is, and I mean, it does have that like uh, Quake feel to it obviously mm-hmm. well and that's what they were going and for. i was like okay do that but multiplayer <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> and i would love to see that again D- there is a doom multiplayer though is there a multiplayer doom i thought it was only single player no oh. there's a big multiplayer aspect of that game of the new one of yeah Zero? oh no and i and of regular doom like the, the doom 2016 yeah the one that came out oh i only played the single player part I yeah there's a the multiplayer, multiplayer. Hmm. Hmm. does it is it like quake <laughs> yes yes it is like quick because oh, okay. it is fast paced and and frantic and orange um which well quick was brown but that's okay uh but i guess that's not gonna happen because you're right bethesda owns that so mm. never mind um my other guess was maybe the mech warrior games but i knew one came out like maybe earlier this year and also came out with a thud so maybe they'll jump off the back of that and be like remember when the original games were good we're just gonna put the original games out because mm. Why not? Yeah. As an apology for the new one that sucked, here's uh, <laughs> the ones that were good. <laughs> Who Everybody wants the good ones. Dude, yeah. MechWare came out two months ago. Two months ago? It came out December 10th. <laughs> there you go. Well, no one liked it. Hmm? What a thought. I didn't even know it came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't remember there being a new MechWarrior, so I guess that shows how much hype there was for it. None. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Zero hype for it. Uh, all right, lightning round uh, from one studio forecasting the year ahead to another. Uh, Ubisoft came out this week and said that they have planned releases for five games um, by the early part of 2021. Uh, one of those games will not be Beyond Good and Evil 2, so get that right out of your heads right now. Uh, we already know, assumedly, we have the new Assassin's Creed, yeah. Watch Dogs Legion, mm-hmm. um, the Gods and Monsters. Gods and Monsters. And Rainbow Six Quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think the fifth game is? And do you care? I mean, there's always the rumors about a new Splinter Cell. Do you think that's we have? I don't time think they have that? enough time though. I feel like we would have that's heard a rumor year. by now. Yeah. yeah. And Ubisoft's not the type to just stealth release some big, awesome <laughs> triple A game. Release. Yeah. I mean, it could be something entirely new, like a new IP. I mean, Gods and Monsters is a new IP, but yeah. like, it could be something that we don't even know about yet. But that's the thing. Like, that's not that's Ubisoft's not, model. Like, yeah. They, Ubisoft is just keeping They tell making... us six years in advance of a game mm-hmm. what it's going to be, like Beyond Good and Evil 2. Um, so, like, I don't... Are there any... Like, is there anything that... I mean, they just came out with a new uh, Ghost Recon, and it didn't do good. Nope. Um, didn't do well, either. Hmm. Uh, maybe like an offshoot kind of one. Splinter always... Cell Mobile. Because it, yeah, I guess it like mobile games. It could entirely just be a Ubisoft mobile game. No, yeah. I think they said AAA, like, like, oh, like AAA, AAA games. Like, yeah, oh. yeah, not not mobile. I was gonna say I would play a Splinter Cell mobile game, like a tactics game. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I think there is one. What? I don't remember. No, there's a hit. I know there's Hitman. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Hitman Go. Thing. Yeah, Hitman Go. Yeah. Um, I mean, they do like to do those like offshoot like sequels kind of things, like the Blood Dragons and the um, the Far Cry Five. Was yeah, technically the... a spinoff. Oh well, like uh, Primal. Oh yeah, like Far Cry Primal right, and yeah. stuff. Uh, so entirely, we could get some sort of thing like that. Um, going back to like the the um. Ghost Recon do like 
Ghost Recon Zombies or something like that. That's not what Outbreak is. Hmm? Well, that's, that's Rainbow Six. Well, yeah, I guess you don't want to delve into your own... Uh, yeah, you're not kind of a spinoff of a spinoff at this point. Yeah. Also, didn't they say that they're like trying to revamp what they're doing and they're not going to crank out the same garbage over and over again? Yeah, but it's still Ubisoft. Yeah. And, well, that could be the plan going forward, but they don't have time for <laughs> They've that. Already, yeah. yeah. They've already too um, deep into this. But, yeah, they did, it, it is AAA. Um, three of them will be out this year. Two of them will be out in early 2021. Again, we don't know what all of them are, what that fifth one is. Um, they did also confirm that Roller Champions is coming out this year. Oh. So, I wanted to play that. I think that could be you fun. You tried to. Yeah, but, again, PC. So. Yep. Oh, you know what? It's going to be a fucking Just Dance. No. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they do yeah. put one out every year. That's true. Is that AAA at this point? Like it has to be. Does it? It's like, not a budget title. Are you sure? You it's, looked it's at a, it. It's a full release. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they get just, they're sixty dollars games that are they're not cheap. Yeah, but just because it's a sixty dollars game doesn't mean it's like a triple. Like when I think AAA, I think of like something with pedigree that you know is going to be up for like game awards and stuff. Not necessarily. Uh, just, just Dance, Dance was up for a game award. No, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, best, stop, best rhythm game. Stop yeah. being obtuse. <laughs> it's being ridiculous. You know what I mean. Like it's it. That's not what I think of when I think of Triple right. A. You think uh, of though that's probably narrative experiences. I mean, what other franchises does Ubisoft have? Did you say Zoomisoft? Zoomisoft. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I feel like if that was the fifth one, Trials? they would have just said like, "We have Gods and Monsters, and we have Assassin's Creed, and we have like, right. Trials isn't Triple A." I I don't think so either. It's not a sixty dollar like triple a experience to me uh oh whatever happened to that pirate ship game uh uh delayed indefinitely oh skull and bones shame. a new rayman game steep steep winter olympics steeper <laughs> it's so timely <laughs> so it's right around the corner you're so close steepest yeah. yeah even steepier <laughs> steep i don't know, I don't know the what t edition yeah i'm trying to think like i'm looking up real quick what uh I mean, not a For Honor sequel, right? I mean, it could be a For Honor sequel. But do you think they could sneak that out? Mm, I don't I, know how I much, I think like... For Honor is, like, one of those games with services or games for services they're where they're just going to keep updating yeah. it. That's well, and they have. Yeah. yeah, they just came out with, like, the China expansion. Yeah, so I don't of... think they're going to make a new For Honor. They're yeah. they're looking at Overwatch 2 and being like, yeah, dog, that's not, that's not us. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking Far Cry's... I don't uh, think it'd be a like stealth far car. The crew, a new South Park, a new Mario Rabbids. That's uh, what I was thinking. A new, a new Rayman. Oh, Rabbids. Yeah, a new Rabbids game. Well, I'm just uh, thinking Rayman in general. They haven't made a Rayman game in a while. True. They just keep remaking <laughs> the other one. Yeah, Rayman Origins, and Rayman Riri Origins, or whatever uh-huh. it was called. Yeah, I mean the, everything basically that they've done the last few years has been, uh, yeah, South Park crew. Assassin's Creed, Just Dance, Tom Clancy, you know, so pretty much gone through all of them. But yeah, I don't know. I guess well, we'll, uh, it could be in something new that nobody knows about that they could just sneak out. Yeah, they yeah. haven't done a Ghost Recon game in a while. They just did well, it last year. Yeah, we just we just, yeah, we just said it. <laughs> no, like a like a real Ghost Recon game. Oh, not the the fake Ghost Recon open world ones, right? Like the the actual tactical one, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, sorry, they do make Ghost I was Recon like, we games. Just t- like, we just said it. Joe just said how much it sucked. <laughs> no, but I'm thinking of like actual Ghost Recon games, not mm. just Ubisoft's formulaic Ghost Recon games. Now. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah, I, guess... I mean, it would be interesting if they did that and like just kind of went to the well and said like, all right, that last one was kind of a fuck up. So here's an actual Ghost Recon game for yeah. you to enjoy. 
Sure, certainly possible. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, the Outer Worlds is coming to Switch. This we already knew. Uh, however, it is being delayed due to the coronavirus, which is very sad. Uh, they did confirm that nobody in the office is sick. Like, nobody got it. Everybody's fine. Uh, but they do have to close the office for the team that's working on the uh, the port. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't think that was a Chinese team that made that. No, the, the team that's working on the port. Um, I forget where they're out of. Let me see if I can pull that back up. Uh, one of the One of the, I guess, you know, rays of hope here is that uh, in addition to being delayed, they are also now making a physical release. This was originally just going to be digital only. Um, so now they're going to be a physical copy as well, uh, which is pretty cool for those that like uh, physical copies. Let me see. Due to the coronavirus here. Well, they oh. actually, there was going to be not physical carts, but like they were going to sell it with the like code in a box sort of thing. Uh, yeah, Virtuos. Is the team working on it? Yeah. And, like, I saw just this morning Best Buy has changed their listing to, like, remove the box art that has, like, the giant white thing in the top that says, like, code included in box or something like that. Mm. So, like, you're you're actually going to get a cart this time. But my my guess is the cart's still going to be just a, like, a device that makes you guarantee that you know that you own the game. And it's just going to be mostly downloaded anyway. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like 90%. It's just a verification device. Digital. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what these games, are, like Switch games, are at this point. Like, you just put them in essentially to just verify that you own that game. I, I mean, the, for the bigger ones, yeah. yeah. But I think a lot of the games I own run off the carts these days. Maybe not like Pokemon's probably the only one. That, or like Astral Chain, maybe. Mm. But, um, I mean, I, I saw like lots and lots of, not just those games, too, but like. Apple, you know, they were shutting down all their offices over there because mm-hmm. of all that. Last I heard, it was like 400 million people in quarantine because of the coronavirus, which is crazy because that's more than the entire population of America and Canada combined. Well, yeah, the well, whole China, country of China, China has to be quarantined. Yeah. Well, I and mean, they have China's like a third of our country like, or a third of the world's population or something. I was say, like, their whole population is like 2 billion people. Yeah. So. But, like, still, just to imagine, like, all of North America being quarantined. Mm. It's mind-blowing. Well, uh, you know, a lot of people in the other parts of the world would hope that we would be quarantined. Mm. Let's just keep us all here. That's what they want. Yeah, but it's a fucking crazy how, like, many people are quarantined. Or, mm. like, in lockdown, not quarantined. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, like, in a pod or anything like that. Like, they're not they all in bubbles. Their house yeah, stuff. exactly. It's basically just, let's do everything we can to be as safe as possible. So... Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, that sucks that obviously if you were hoping to play Outer Worlds on Switch, um, sucks that it got delayed. Obviously it's for a good reason. Yeah. Um, and something, you know, positive is coming out of it if you're someone that wanted the game on cartridge. So, um, yeah, they did, um, Private Division, the people, uh, the publishers of Outer Worlds, uh, did say that everyone's fine, but the offices remain closed during this time. Uh, we're working with the team to determine an updated development timeline and we'll share more regarding a new launch date shortly. Um, so the Virtuos is the team. Um, they're the ones that made uh, Dark Souls Remastered uh, and Final Fantasy XII uh, Switch ports. So um, they're working on Outer World, uh, yeah, Outer Worlds, and uh, they'll they'll get to finishing it whenever they can. I keep getting confused because there's another game called Outer, Outer Wilds, Wilds I know. coming out, and it just fucks with me all the time. I know, um, but no, Outer Worlds is the the one we're thinking of here. Um, so yeah. Hopefully everybody stays stays healthy and the, the game comes out relatively soon. 
Uh, lightning round. Phil Spencer was talking this week about the dynamic and the landscape of video games and says the rivalries are changing. How are they changing, Joe? Uh, Microsoft never, or no longer considers Sony and Nintendo to be their competitors, or their main competitors. Now they see Amazon and Google as their main competitors in the video game space. Amazon's one that, like, they have a studio, like, and they put out one game, maybe, if that. So, yeah. like, I don't know why Amazon fits. I get Google, because, like, Stadia, you know, and they have their own studio now, and... You know, as we talked about before, Stadia is not exactly lighting the world on fire or anything like that. But um, Amazon surprises me to say that. Uh, I'm not surprised that he's saying that Nintendo and Sony aren't the rivals anymore, given that they work together a lot more than they ever did before. Like in terms of crossplay and, you know, putting Microsoft characters and games on Switch and who knows what Microsoft might be getting out of Nintendo and that, you know, exchange. But uh, what do you guys think about this? Do you think the the rivalry truly has changed that we're not in the three way console war we once were? Uh, I mean, I I think it's kind of like ballsy for him to make this declaration when they are in third place. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, they're not your competitors because you're losing to them. Well, if you're losing to them, that makes them your competitors. Well, just like they're just blowing past them, though. Like, yeah. You know, if you're like car never started, you're sitting there going like, I don't even worry about you guys as they could drive off into the distance. Well, yeah, but th- that's the thing. They're not standing still. Like they're putting out arguably the most powerful console again. Yeah. So like they're not sitting still. They're, they're keeping pace, even if the consumers don't necessarily care. Hmm. But, um, I mean, yeah, the Amazon, I don't know why, like, I understand Amazon is like a powerhouse company and it's something that you should be concerned about, I guess, when they have all the money in the world to back them up in a way. They've only put out, yeah, I think it was just that it was a Grand Tour game. Yeah. Was the only one they put out and they got that New World game coming out. And I think that, I feel like there's a Lord of the Rings game they might be working on to coincide with their show. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I feel like I heard that was a thing. I I do remember there being a new Lord of the Rings game in the works. I don't know if it was tied to the show or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was. Um, But, um, I mean, for them to, I don't know, I wouldn't want to say, like, discount, but uh, Sony is, like, the eye on the prize kind of thing and for you to turn a blind eye to that well maybe not a blind eye but i feel like they should be the full focus yeah what was the context of this though it's like an investor call i think yeah an investor call but like not their competition for what microsoft doesn't just do like xbox well it was phil spencer though yeah the head, He's of, the head xbox. of xbox so i'm assuming he was talking about the video game space yeah but like i don't see any correlation between either of these companies and and the xbox well, Stadia is Google, so there's the video game. So Google is in the video game space now. Amazon has all the money in the world. If they wanted to jump in and try to, like, if Amazon wanted to put out their own console, you'd be more worried about that and what they want to do with video games versus what Sony and Nintendo are doing. Since it's kind of like, I feel like it's the console system of old, which is the Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo system of things, and then there's the all these other companies that want to get into game streaming. Yeah, I think that I that's the only thing about. I can see a correlation with. Well, yeah, it's that's just yeah. streaming yeah. itself. But. Yeah, what do you like what do you see being the future of gaming? Everyone says streaming. So who's who's in line to get in on the ground floor of streaming and kind of blow everyone away? Amazon and, and Google. Like Google knows streaming, they know 
tech, you know, Stadia is what it is now. But, you know, if Amazon wanted to get into the game space in a real significant way, I'd be more worried about them than I would be with Sony and yeah, I, I only can assume that they're looking at in the pretense of their um, X Cloud. Yeah, so yeah. Like, you look at what Microsoft's doing: X Cloud, Games Pass. Like they're trying to build a Netflix of games. They're trying to build uh, a streaming platform, and I could see where you could see Amazon and you know Google being comp- competitors to that. Because Sony and um, Nintendo aren't really delving into that at all. No, I mean, PlayStation Sony, now Sony, uh, kind yeah, of exists. Now. It's not really the same way. Like, it's not exactly the same setup as xCloud. It's more like Games Pass. Um, you know, granted, Sony had the thing last week that we talked about with Remote Play, which is more in the, you know, the xCloud type of space. So if you guys are doing that, and maybe they work together on that, and I think there was even something where... I forget what it was. Wasn't there something last year where Sony and Microsoft were working together on some kind of xCloud something related? Like there was some kind of yeah, online architecture system that they were both working together on. Yeah, I think I remember that like Sony asked Microsoft for like the specs on their thing to like yeah. look into it. Yeah, there was something there. So like they're they're already playing ball together way more than they ever did before. So I get why he's saying that these other companies uh, present the future competition rather than the present competition that we expect. Um, it could all just be overblown, and it could just be because they're in third place. Um, but the landscape's definitely changing. I don't know how impactful it will be from these other companies. It remains to be seen. But, you know, at least it's it's a good thing for them and Microsoft to kind of have their eyes on the, you know, their peripherals to say, like, okay, we know we're, we know what Sony and Nintendo are doing. Like, we have an eye on them. We need to have another eye on these other companies that are coming out into this into our space and trying to potentially take over in the future, and we need to be prepared for that. Which is why I think they're pushing so hard for XCloud and, and Games Pass and all that. So, yeah, I don't know. Exciting time for video games. A lot of crazy things are happening. Uh, lightning round. Um, one of the founding members of Rockstar has left or is leaving in the next month or so. Dan Hauser, who. Um, co-founded rockstar with his brother i believe the the other hauser whose name i don't remember rockstar uh, hauser yeah uh hauser what Huel hauser doogie hauser oh doogie hauser uh, yeah spelled there differently, but mm-hmm. still brothers um is leaving the company he had been on extended leave since red dead 2 came out um basically it came out in what november of 2018 and then in the spring of 2019 dan uh, took a break uh he helped write the Pretty much all the Grand Theft Autos 2 through 5, uh, both Red Dead's Bully, um, Smuggler's Run, all mm-hmm. those other uh, ones. But he's Rockstar a, Table Tennis? He's a step, no, he didn't write that one. <laughs> the storyline was great. He didn't write the story <laughs> for that one. That's his one shame, is that he didn't write the storyline for Rockstar Table Tennis. Because uh, he knows what a fan favorite it is. Mm. Um, but hey, stepping away from the company. So his brother's going to remain there still. So... Uh, he clearly wants to do something different. He didn't say why necessarily. It was just something that in an investor call, they said that he was he was leaving the company um, at the beginning of March. So he'll be there for just another month, though. I don't really think he's had much of anything to do uh, there for the last year anyway since he's been away. But still a big part of Rockstar uh, is going away. Do you guys have any feelings on that? He's going to go roll in his bed of money. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean... You know, if he was as I don't really know much about the corporate structure of it. I've never really paid attention. Like Rockstar, a lot of game companies have like 
the figurehead, like the very out and out, like, you know, everyone thinks of Todd Howard when yeah. you talk about Bethesda, you know, everyone thinks of, um, Reggie. Yeah. Reggie. Well, I mean, Doug Bowser. Everyone thinks of Doug Bowser. Yeah. Well, yeah. And sure. Everyone um, thought of Reggie. I never like knew any of the, uh, rock star people. Yeah. Like they're, they were never out there like on the stages at presentations going like, Hey, it's, it's me from Rockstar. Everyone knows me, you know, no, There's, they're not the Phil Spencers and, and those yeah, kind of people head down working. Yeah. Yeah. Was jo- wasn't it John Romero or John Romero, yeah. you know, um, the, the lion head guy that made the fable games, for oh, Peter Molyneux. Peter Molyneux. Peter Molyneux. Yeah. So like a lot of these studios have like people that are like, you know, everyone associates them with those, the games that they work on, the games produced by those studios. Yeah. Never knew any of these people from Rockstar. Um, but if he is as influential, like he's made a lot of great games that I have greatly enjoyed. Yeah. And I hopefully, Bully. yeah, hopefully he, you know, his leaving doesn't take away from the games. No. And I, like, again, because it's that, it's not that one person kind of situation like it is at other places, I think they'll be just fine. Hmm. Uh, whatever they're working on next, which I don't even think does anyone know what they're working on next. Have I they don't have... think they've said anything yet. No, once once Red Dead came out, I mean, I haven't heard anything about Red a... Dead PC. That's it. Yeah, but that was just the the poor obviously. I mean, it was like the Bully Two rumors. Joe, give it up. It's mm. not. It's not happening. Didn't this, didn't they didn't they say there was a voice actor working on it? I think somebody put like Bully Two on their resume at one point mm. on the like like LinkedIn it's page. Out. It has to come out. Um. But uh, yeah, well, like, there's no no nothing solid as of right now. Uh, like, I mean, they still keep cranking out more and more stuff for uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Like, more and more online expansions for Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, I saw Grand Theft Auto Five was the number one selling game on like PlayStation again last mm-hmm. month. Doesn't surprise me. I, it sold forty billion copies. Like everybody already owned. Who doesn't already own a copy of Grand Theft Auto? I don't know. Who's still buying it? Listen, there's a new 17-year-old every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That I mean, true. Th- there's, there's millions of, of new 17-year-olds that can buy games. I guess, you know? yeah. Like, because for every kid whose parent at, you know, 11 buys them a copy of Grand Theft Auto, there are those whose parents are good and won't let them buy mature-rated games until they turn 17. Cause that's until what it says on the box. For mature games. And every day there's a new crop of 17 year olds who have their birthdays and can't wait to go buy grand theft auto for the first time yeah, i guess so i mean like that has to be who it is it's not someone's not like oh i broke my disc copy let me go buy it like those people have got to have converted by now mm. i think i don't know but yeah it doesn't surprise me it's a fantastic i mean i've game. bought it like four times by now <laughs> I, I guarantee you there's also a handful of people that like forgot their login info, can't get back into their account, created a new account, and just rebought Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Like it awesome. would it would not surprise me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, I had no idea what they could. I mean, you would assume it would go like Rock Star, or I mean, um, Red Dead, Grand Theft, Red Dead at this point. Yeah, like they don't really have any other franchises they work on. No, unless. I mean, obviously, the sequel, because of the cliffhanger at the end of it, to Rockstar Table Tennis. Mm. you got to continue that story. I would absolutely buy the new Rockstar Table Tennis that they put out, hands Everyone... down, instantly. Instant pre-order. I'm getting the collection edition that comes with, like, two replica paddles. Yeah. I mean, uh, Midnight Club could have a resurgence. It's possible. Yeah. There's not Is anyone really... asking for that? No. Was there what? Is anyone asking for it? 
I mean, there's really no racing. Like, Need for Speed's done, for the most part. Burnout's done. They just came out with a new Need for Speed. Forza's really the only one. Yeah, but, like, no one clamors for new Need for for Speed games. Yeah, and Forza's not a street racing. So, like, yeah, I'm sure there are people that are looking for that street racing. Well, Forza Horizon, I guess. Yeah. But I think people are looking for that, like, you know. Right. I want a Need for Speed Underground-esque game. And Midnight Club, I mean, they have, they've what, made two of them? Three of them? Three, I think. Yeah. And the third one was not done very well, but mm-hmm. like now you have the time and the effort, like make Midnight Club, you know, th- four or whatever the new one, new Midnight Club. Mm. Smugglers Run Three, the thirteenth hour. Done deal. Get it done. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, whatever uh, Rockstar continues to do is of the caliber of Rockstar, and whatever Dan Hauser wants to do is whatever makes him happy. No, yep. so. he was a soul of the company. It's all going to fall apart from here. Every game is going to be a flop from this point on. They're ending Grand Theft Auto Online now just mm-hmm. because he left. It's yeah. going to be so sad. Everyone's going to cry. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we got the first information about Evo 2020, the uh, fighting game tournament uh, that features a whole host of fighting games that happens every summer. Uh, they've announced the games that will be available with some surprises. Joe, what are those games? Uh, so the lineup for Evo 2020 is going to be Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Samurai Showdown, uh, Soul Calibur Four or Six, uh, Street <laughs> Fighter uh, Five Champion Edition, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Tekken Seven, and Under Night in Birth EX Late CLR Dash Parenthesis Hyphen. Are you okay? <laughs> Uh, Bless you. <laughs> Did uh, you these, just short circuit? <laughs> I, I mean, the game no, short-circuited me. Yeah, that's the name of the game. Uh, they're all going to be the PS4 versions of the game, except for, obviously, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, Damn, I was really hoping they do the PS4 version of that game. <laughs> Imagine. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there was... Uh, oh, and then there's also going to be one uh, bonus game that they're going to be doing at the event. Yeah, for a special tournament of champions. Mm, uh, they're going to be having um, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 return. Yeah, uh, so it's the 20th anniversary of Marvel vs. Capcom 2, so they're going to have a special tournament. I say it like that because it's the tournament, but it's, it's a T zero U R N A M E No, it's 2-0. Yeah. Uh, tournament instead of to it's two zero tournament um eight players four former evo champs um are gonna play marvel vs capcom 2 for the 20th anniversary celebration which is pretty cool because it's been a while since that game has been a part of evo uh even longer since the uh you know marvel vs capcom like it's been a while since marvel vs capcom 3 was even a part of it which wasn't very long infinite Oh, yeah, Infinite. I forgot about that one. The fourth one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, did it even end up at Evo, or did it not even make it the cut for the first time? Well, it might have been the very first year, Mm. just because it was brand new, and then it was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this game sucks. Yeah. Um, There's a big omission, though, Joe. What is it? Uh, No uh, uh, Mortal Kombat 11. No Nether Realm game at all. So, no Nether. uh, So, no Injustice 2. No Mortal Kombat 11. No Mortal Kombat. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's the first time since 2011 there has not been another realm game as part of evo yeah and I'm, i'd be interested to like understand what the reasoning for that is because i mean from what i understand everybody really liked mortal kombat 11 i haven't played yeah. it yet 
but it still like gets a lot of hype. I still see a lot of people playing it online, talking about online. Uh, the new expansion packs are always coming out, like new fighter passes. I think they just added Joker to yep. it. Uh, so it's really surprising that that didn't make the cut. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't really know why. Um, I mean, I don't know anything about like Grand Blue Fantasy versus. Do you know what that is? Grand Blue Fantasy is a like was a mobile game that got turned into an anime that got turned into another mobile game. That I was gonna say I thought it was like an RPG. Yeah, I mean it's it's all over the place, but it started as a mobile game. But uh, I mean, apparently it has a fighting game, and apparently that fighting game is better than Mortal Kombat if it's gonna make the cut. Uh, I mean, fighting games probably inherently are like a Japanese thing. So mm. since Grand Blue Fantasy is like the huge franchise over there, like it makes sense that it's at this tournament. But I mean, it, yeah, I mean, these are all Japanese-based games. Looking at the list, true. Right? Yeah. Mortal Kombat would have been the only one that was yeah the only Western game. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know. That's uh, quite surprising. I guess that also limits the uh, the chances of there being uh, like an announcement of like an Injustice Three or something. Because normally at these yeah. kinds of tournaments, there's always some big announcement of either the next fighting game or if there's a fighting game that is about to come out you get character reveals or anything like that um with no nether realm games there i find it highly unlikely that there would be i don't think there'd be a mortal Kombat 12 since 11 just came out um but i don't like injustice 3 would have been a nice like or maybe, fun surprise maybe that's part of it though maybe like at some point ed boon comes out and says like i know you guys missed us at this thing but we're gonna be there next year with injustice 3 Maybe. Going back to there being like the figurehead guy that everyone thinks of from the studio. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what that. But yeah, you think if that was going to happen, he'd do it at the Mortal Kombat 11. Like, yeah, the finals event. of that. Be like, yeah. hey, bef- you know, before we get to this final match, take a look at this. And it's, you know, Batman punching Superman or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, still, I'm sure people are going to, you know, have fun watching Evo. I'm sure there'll be all kinds of great competition and good luck to all the fighters. But. That does suck if you're a big fighting game fan and a huge Mortal Kombat fan because your uh, your game won't be represented this year. Mm. Uh, is is it the only mature rated game? That may be why. Yeah, but it but it's been there every other year and it's been mature rated. So I don't know, but like maybe they're trying to do a like off ages sort of thing because this gets streamed online. Oh yeah, could be that. They're like, oh yeah, no. We can't do the super violent stuff anymore. Yeah, because uh, 11 is, you know, I mean, they get more and more gross as they go on. Or, you know, graphic. Yeah, I feel like th- I feel like you'd announce that, though. I feel like that wouldn't be, a, like, a surprise. A wet, where is it? Why isn't it there? I feel like they'd be like, here are the games. We know that you don't see Mortal Kombat. We're going for a more all-ages appeal. I think so, you get negative press that way, though. I mean, so, you get negative press now. But, I mean... That now they have plausible deniability, like they're they're just it's not there. So as opposed to coming out and being like, yeah, we don't want this to be there because it's too graphic, then you get the backlash of being like, oh, they're cutting down their audience. Now they're just like, it's not there. Yeah, they didn't even announce down that your it's not there now because your game just doesn't exist. Yeah, but the, like the negative press would be even more worse than just not so having just, it there at all. Yeah, yeah, but when you get positive press by being like, oh, they're taking, like, they're being inclusive. I doubt how it. How great that is that I it's inclusive. I don't think you get any positive press from that. So, then by not even pointing out the fact that it's missing, they're just letting it go. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. I am uh, hyped for that um, Marvel vs. Capcom tournament, though. Yeah, that could be pretty cool. That should be good. Yeah. You're going to be playing the Dreamcast version of it. Nice. Hmm. 
So I feel like that's gonna there's gonna be a lot of hype around that one. Force everybody to play on the VMU. Mm. That's that's what I want the finals to be. <laughs> you gotta play it with that. No one's gonna be able to see. Exactly. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, we got a leak again from the official source. I don't know why that seemed to be an issue this week. Uh, where Netflix accidentally put up the synopsis of the live-action Resident Evil series before immediately taking it down. Uh, Joe, do you have the uh, the synopsis there? Uh, yes, I do. Um, was this announced before last week? Uh, it also got leaked that there was like a Reddit user who leaked the Witcher stuff, leaked the production schedule for it. Oh. Um, and like this, he said it was going to be like eight episodes all an hour long when it was going to be shot and what, where it was going to be shot. Okay. Uh, so the uh, leaked synopsis uh, says the town of Clearfield, Maryland uh, has long stood in the shadows of three seemingly un, uh, unrelated behemoths. The Umbrella Corporation, the Decommissioned Greenwood Asylum, and Washington, D.C. Today, 26 years after the discovery of the T-Virus, secrets held by the three will start to be revealed in the f- uh, first signs of outbreak. Uh, so this one is going to be uh, what I was kind of actually hoping for, like its own story set in the Resident Evil universe. Um, I was initially kind of like, I, I don't want them to try and do like Resident Evil One as a TV series when when this you know when I first heard about it. I wonder if this is based after one of the books though. Uh, this no, I've read all the books. This one's not based off of any of them. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was, you know, I was like, all right, I'd, I'd much rather prefer it to be like its own original story. A uh, new experience. Yeah. Like, I don't want, you know, uh, I'm very protective of the Resident Evil franchise and I was just like, I don't want them to butcher it. Like I've already put up with six shitty movies. You like those movies. I like them because they're so bad. <laughs> like I was assuming that this Resident Evil thing was actually going to be a high quality Netflix production like uh the witcher is so the idea of them like doing that but also like completely fucking with the source material of resident evil like made me go like oh i don't want to like watch it going like wesker wouldn't do that you know i mean netflix is very hit and miss with that kind of stuff though yeah i mean i haven't watched the witcher so i don't know like how or what it was i mean in the end you know how well death note went over yeah 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 people love willem defoe I mean, he was, he was the he best was part great. about the whole show, or <laughs> the whole movie. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, I was entirely like, all right, if they're gonna do a Resident Evil thing, like Resident Evil is very vast. There's so many games. Like, it's very clearly that there is always other stuff going on, so they could easily do like another thing. Um, and also, like, it does make me like realize how, like. It has now been 22 years since Resident Evil, like, 1 and 2 happened. Like, 1, 2, and 3. I mm-hmm. always kind of forget that they happened in 1998. So, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, I would kind of be interested to see if they took that and, like, actually kind of really progressed the storyline to that point. Oh, as if it was, like, really happening now? Yeah. yeah like well, like, that time. would mean that, like, Claire Redfield, who was 18 in Resident Evil 2, would be 40 now. Right. You know? I would like to see, like, what that, like, now... 40-year-old Claire who's been, like, gone through some shit is, like, mm-hmm. as opposed to just kind of, you know, like, keeping them eternally yeah. young. Yeah, you don't need to see another revision of them being 18, 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Like, you don't want this, like, CW's Resident Evil. Like, yeah. You want to see something new and... Yeah, what is, what is a, like, a 46-year-old Leon Kennedy like, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I, but, I mean, also, like, I kind of hope that it's all new characters to an extent and maybe, like, other characters make, like, a pop-in kind of thing. Like, yeah. Because the, like, the, the Resident Evil, like I said, is so rich. There are so many characters. Actually, I would be actually kind of intrigued if they, like, pulled out some more of the obscure characters. Like, if they just got the guy from Resident Evil Dead Aim, you know, to show up and was like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting if they kind of delved more into that instead of just completely always treading on the old stuff. Right. Um, but I would be interested because, like, at this point... Like, will this be going on from Resident Evil 7? Is it, like, the new virus from 7? I don't know, but it'll be interesting. It might be the first time I'm actually, like, going to, to you know, invest time into a Netflix series. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I would envision, if it's, if it's all new characters, I envision the ending of the last episode of the first season you introduce somebody that's more familiar in terms of name recognition. Right, like Leon comes out. And that sets up for season two. Yeah. And then yeah. each season you maybe introduce one or two people who with name value that you know like who like they the are. Like the second season of that Star Trek show, they introduced Spock. Yeah, kind of, yeah, just stuff like that where you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, this is taking place in the world that I know. Mm. As opposed to just like an alternate universe where the T-virus and Umbrella exist but nobody else. Like the movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but even though those are people with name recognition, like those are the named oh, yeah. characters. Well, and not in the first one. No, okay. Yeah, so yeah, I guess like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I didn't see him, so. Mm. But yeah, like that. Yeah, first one was like all new characters, but it was trying to redo the like game. Yeah. But everyone was like, but who the fuck is, <laughs> Yeah. who the fuck are these people? Who is Alice? I don't know, right? Yeah. Her name is Alice? Yeah. Alice, yeah. Because yeah. all Alice in Wonderland themed. Gotcha. So yeah, there you go. Joe's excited about a Netflix show. Look at that. Uh, not excited. So, Cautiously so excited. He's doing, guys, he's doing cartwheels. You can't see it, though. You'll just have to take my word for it. I mean, Joe's I, just, I always just assume that everything is going to be terrible. Oh, that's a good way to go through life. Yeah. Yeah. Always look on the dark side of life. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. That is Joe's motto. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. It's got him well this far, I guess. It's like the opposite of being opt. Well, it's it's optimistic, but it's just like darkly optimistic because if it's everything sucks, then he's happy when it doesn't suck. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a terrible way to go through life. That's, that's yeah. Like that's I'm how I do assuming it. that the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is going to be terrible. Well, we'll and talk if it about is it. good next week when we talk about it, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, we'll have to figure out when we're going to go. We'll mm-hmm. have to. I mean, John's still at the front of the line, so we'll have to. Thanks for skyping in. Yeah, I really appreciate it. this. Has been almost a year now that we're skyping in, and it's it's been great. His There's... connection is fantastic. I yeah. need a shower. Yeah, I don't like. It was I, weird I've that he nothing went, but popcorn for the last two years. It was weird that he skyped with you on your trip to Japan and claimed that he went there. I know, um, but it I was mean, a pain in the ass to just walk around holding a phone in front of me the entire time. I know Ugh. you didn't even have Wi-Fi. It was terrible. You had to buy some weird little card. It was it was crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, finally we're gonna join John in the line uh, next week at the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, just like grab some of those like uh, white cloth the hand wipes just wipe yourself down because mm-hmm. i don't want to sit next to you if you're gonna be so rank they're gonna, they're gonna kick me out by now uh, no no no. we'll get there and then we'll let them like go shower in the bathroom no like a homeless person no yeah we're gonna... i won't oh, okay. well... <laughs> joe wants to be stuck in my filth Ugh. Ugh. i don't know why i had to say it like that Ugh. but anyway uh that'll do it for the lightning round not lightning round uh which will do it for this week's episode of the broken clock 
podcast gamescast uh remember you can find the gamescast every monday morning at 9 a.m on google play itunes podbean stitcher and spotify uh you can also find us on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods uh so let us know what you're most excited about uh for the modern warfare season two uh did you pre or did you kickstart uh fund the wonderful 101 uh what remasters do you think are coming from activision what games do you think are coming from ubisoft if we didn't get any of the last five correct um what do you think about the rivalry between sony microsoft and nintendo are you as worried about the impending advancement of google and amazon as phil spencer is uh what do you think about the games missing or featured at evo 2020 uh let us know on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods uh, but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam and i'm joe and i'm johnny and thanks so much for listening bye <laughs>